The last thing we were discussing was a woman who borrowed spices, water, salt from her neighbor, and she mixed it into her dough. That dough could only walk like both of them, like the humrut of both of them. We have to be mahmir with the 2,000 amot, like both of them. And the Gemara was trying to figure out why, Rabbi Abba said, because the, the, the neighbor who gave her the spices, she has a monetary claim on it. The Gemara pushed that away, and the Gemara ended off with three different answers. Abaye said, it's a you might uh, come to make a dough in partnership, and then for sure you have to be mahmir like both people. Rabbi said, because it's a flavor, and anything that gives a flavor is never batel. And then Rabbi Sheh explained, anything that is going to be mutar after, but just by waiting time, then even in a thousand is not nullified. And with that, we are starting Lametet Amud Aleph, three lines in, where it says, Rabbi Yehuda, Poter Bamaim. We learned in the Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda holds that borrowed water doesn't make that dough asur like both ladies because there's really nothing to the water. It's not, uh, it's not there. You can't see it. It's not clear. In the words of the Mishnah, Mipanesha En Bahim Mamash. There's nothing to it. And the Gemara's Medayek Maim in, it sounds like, Rabbi Uda argues on Tanakhama and says, Dafka water, you don't have to follow the, the owner who or the lender. And by melah, by salt, you actually have to follow where the lender could go. That's as far as the salt could go. And the problem is, that water and salt are batel. And we don't go by the lender, we go by whoever has it now when it comes to tehumin, whether you mixed it in the dough, whether you put it in a pot. And that's exact opposite of the duke we just learned. So the Gemara answers, they're not a contradiction. When it's thin salt from Sedom, therefore it becomes batel in the tafshil and the Isa. But ha bemelah isterokanit, and when it's a thick salt that comes from this place called isterokanit, then it's not batel. The problem is we have another brayta that says that water and salt are batel in dough and not in a pot because of the sauce. You could see the water in the sauce, and therefore it's not batel. So the Gemara explains, La kashya, still no contradiction. Ha ha belaka. When it's thick, you can't see the water. When the sauce is thick, you can't see the water, then it's batel. But when it's very thin, uh, soupy uh, sauce, then you can tell the, the water is there, and therefore it's not batel. The next Mishnah. So if I took a coal from someone's barbecue, I could only take that coal as far as the owner of the coal could go. If I took a flame, then I could take it wherever I want to take it because uh, there's nothing to flame. It's nothing. On the same note, uh, if I took a coal from Hekdesh, Mu'alinba, you it, there is this concept of benefiting from Kodesh, and therefore you would be Hayav a Korban Me'ila, and you have to pay whatever it's worth plus another fifth. Vishal Hevet, but if I took flame from Hekdesh, Lonehenin, you're not allowed to have any benefit, but if you did, Velo Mu'alin, you didn't do the Averav Me'ila. And again, Hamotzi Gahelet Rashut Arabim, if I took a call on Shabbat, Rashut Arabim, Hayav, if you did on purpose, Sakila, by mistake, Hatat. 
and shalhev, uh, but if you only took out a flame, you'd be patur. And the Gemara starts. Hachamim said five things when it comes to coal. Number one, that the coal go on the Gabe Shabbat Yom Tov, you take it as far as the owner could go, but the flame you could take wherever you want. Call of Egdish, Mu'alin Ba. There is this concept of Me'ila if you have benefit from it. We shall have it, but the flame, Lo Nuhanin, Velo Mu'alin. You don't, uh, you're not allowed to have benefit, Lechadchila, but if you did, you don't have to give a korban. Number three, Gahelet Shil Avodah Zara Asura. The call of Avodah Zara, you're not allowed to have Hana'ah, we shall have it, Muteret. But the flame, you're, you are allowed to have Hana'ah from it. Number four, Hamotzi Gahelet Lishut Arabim, Hayav, we shall have it, Patur. If I took a call to Lishut Arabim, it'd be Hayav, but if I took a flame, Patur. This is like a Shabbat. Number five, Hamudar Hana'ah Mechaverov, a person. Vowed not to have any benefit from his friend. Asur begahalto, mutar beshalhavto. He is asur to take call from him, but he is allowed to have benefit from his flame. Now, let's just go back a second to why the flame of Hekdesh is asur midrabanan, but avodah zara is mutar. So, my shana shalavit avodah zara de sharia. Why is it allowed? My shana shalavit asira. And the flame of Hekdesh is a source. So the Gemara explains, Avodah Zarah Dim Isa. Avodah Zarah is disgusting. Nobody wanted Ubdileh and Shemin and people move away from it. Logaz Rabbi Rabbanan. Sa'achamim didn't have to be Gozer. However, Hekdesh, Jalomais. Hekdesh, no one moves away from Hekdesh. Velobadileh and Shemin. And people don't uh, move away from it. Therefore, Gazru Be Rabbanan. Ha'achamim had to be Gozer. Now, if a person takes out a coal to shoot a rabbi on Shabbat, shall have it, a flame, patur. And the Gemara says, If a person took out a flame, even a little bit, No, we're talking about a person who took it out with a toothpick, and since you made it hashuv, now you're hayav on the toothpick. So the Gemara says, Okay, but tipu claim, mishum kesam, then you should be hayav because of the, the, the toothpick. We're talking about a toothpick that's so skinny, it doesn't have a shi'ur that I would be hayav if I took it on Shabbat. If I took out wood on Shabbat, the only way I would be hayav is if I took out enough that I could cook a small or a light egg. So let's say I took less than that shi'ur and I took out flame, then to be hayav on the flame. And we, so we did see a contradiction between the Mishnah and the Braitha when it comes to a flame. And so Abaye Amar, what are we talking about? Why don't you be Hayav on the flame? If I put oil on top of a vessel, and I, uh, and I lit the, the, that oil with the flame, so now I made it hashuv and I'm taking it out. So the Gemara says, okay, if that's the case, but okay, then you should be hayav because you took out that vessel. The Gemara says, no, we're talking about an earthenware shard. It's not a keli, it's nothing. The Gemara says, yeah, but even that is a keli, you should be a hayav because you took out that uh, shard. So again, we're talking about a situation where that earthenware shard doesn't have a shiur that you'd be hayav. If you took it out on Shabbat, it's not. Here is Kedeli Ten Ben Patsim Lachavero Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says you'd be Hayav if you took out a shard of earthenware, uh, the amount that people put between uh, wooden beams. When a person is uh, building, he has wooden beams. He wants to make sure they don't uh, scratch one another, so he puts uh, that uh, shard over there. 
So the Gemara says, okay, Lahadit Nana Motzishal Hevit Patur Hechi Mashkahatla. So if a person, so when we learned in our Mishnah, the person took out a flame, Patur, what's that talking about? So the Gemara explains, Kegon, Dadia, Iduye, the Shutarabim. It's like uh, in a case where you blew the fire to Reshut Harabim from Reshut Ayahid, and uh, that, that's the case you'd be Hayav. Now, the next Mishnah, we're talking about Bor Shel Yahid. The person has a well in his uh, front yard. Bor Shel Yahid, Yahid. So the water in that well goes like the owner of the well. Shel And if it belongs to the city, you're stuck within the confines of the city. So you have 2,000 amot wherever that uh, city is allowed to go. Veshel Ole Babel. And the wells that people who come up to uh, to Yerushalayim from Babel, they made wells along the, the, the roots. This way they could uh, fill up uh, water, they could have to drink. It belongs to the public. That's Keragleha Memale. It depends. Whoever filled up the water, he could take it as far as he's allowed to go. And the Gemara starts. Rami le Rabbah asked Rav Nachman a question. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Bor Shel Yahid Keragleha Yahid the water in a well goes by the owner. You can only take it wherever the owner could go. Or minhu. We have a brayta that contradicts that. It says neharot hamoshchin umayanot anovain, flowing rivers and uh, and bodies of water. Harehen keragle kol adam. It goes uh, whoever uh, draws that water. You can take it as far as he's allowed to go, and doesn't go by the owner. So Amaraba. No, here we're talking about gathered water, and they're not. It's not. We're not talking about river. Therefore, there is a tchum, and you have to go by the owner. And again, we said also. We're talking about gathered water. Next, we learned. There's wells that Ole Babel made. It belongs to everyone. It's for the public. Whoever draws that water can take it as far as he's allowed to go. So Itmar, it was said, Mile Venatan Lahavirov. A person filled up water from that well. And he did it for his friend. He gave it to his friend. Rav Nahman Amar, Keragle Ulo. Rav Nahman says it goes by the person who the water was filled up for. And Rav Sheshat Amar, Keragle Memele. It goes by the person who drew the water. What's the Mahloka between them? So, Mor Savar Rav Sheshat held Bira Dehefkerahu. That the wells of Ole Babel Hefker, it doesn't belong to anyone, and it has the same deen as a person who picks up a lost object for his friend. And the, and the halacha is when someone picks up a lost object for someone, the person who picked it up it becomes the owner, not the person who sent the picker upper. Dafka, the guy who picked it up, it becomes the owner. No, this well of the Ole Babel, there's a partnership with the entire Klal Israel, and therefore, when you pick it up, you're picking it up for the person, you're his messenger, so you're picking it up for him, and therefore, it goes by him. So, question. A person said, A person said that, my money to you is like harem. It's like Kodesh to you. You can't use it. Therefore, Hamudar Asur, the person who uh, the the vow was put on, is not allowed to have any benefit from the person who made the vow. And if he said, Hare Ata Alai Harem, 
then hanoder asur. Then the person making the vow is not allowed to have any benefit from that person. Hareni alecha veata alai. You are harem on me and I'm harem on you. Shinehem asurim zebezeh. They don't have any benefit from each other. However, umutarin b'shel olei babel. They're allowed to have benefit for anything that is uh, that was done by olei babel because it is hefker and there is no uh, partnership over there. V'asurin b'shel otayin. Anything that has to do with the city, they're asur because uh, things having to do with the city belong to everyone. There's a partnership between the entire people in the city, but olei babel is hefker. And the Mishnah explains, The following are, they belong to the Olei Babel, Har Habayit, the mountain that Beit HaMikdash is on, belongs to, every, it belongs to nobody, the chambers in the Beit HaMikdash, the yards, and if there's a well in the middle of the street somewhere on the highway, that the, the people of Babel made it, so they say, when they go up to Yerushalayim, they have what to drink, and the following belong to the people of the city, Harhov, the street belongs to uh, everyone in partnership, Ubeta Keneset, the shuls, Ubeta Mirhats, the bathhouses. And Rabaz is going to explain his question on Abdul Now, if you hold this board of Ole Babel is a partnership, then Amai Mutar, why are they allowed to have an from it? The Chora, he said, You're a sur to me, I'm a sur to you, and if it's a shutafut, it should be a sur. Partners who vowed from one another not to have an from each other, they're not to walk into each other's field. So the problem on Rav Nachman is if they, if this well is in partnership, then they should be asur. So Rav Nachman explained. You're right, they're not allowed to bathe in that water because that water belongs to everyone. When are we allowed to use it? When you want to fill it up. Why? Because when you're filling it up, once I take out that water, that becomes my water. Or we understand retroactively, that from the beginning, that this was my water, had nothing to do with him. So I'm taking my water. It's not a partnership. I'm taking my own stuff. So that that uh, that throws the Gemara off, and the Gemara asks, "Wait a second. You tell me that Rav Nachman has Berera. We learned in the Mishnah, brothers who their father died, and he left them an inheritance. So the way it works is like this. When each person gives a machatzita shekel, sometimes they put it together, so we have a full shekel and we'll give it for the both of us. You always have to add a little bit more. And that little bit more is called a kalbon. So if the two brothers already split the inheritance, they're two separate people, therefore they have to give that kalbon. However, they're patur ma'aser behema because the, the ma'aser behema is given only from a private one-person fund, but once they split it, they become partners and partners don't give uh, the ma'asir behema and if they're hayav in ma'asir behema because they didn't split the money yet then when they give mahasita shekel each one gives mahasita shekel since it's coming out of one account then they would be patur from giving that kalbon and on that one brother got the big goats one got the small goats with la'im or one person got uh, the small ones and one person got the big goats. When each person got something totally different, it's as if 
they completely separated, meaning one person bought the big goats using the little goats, and the other person bought the little goats using uh, the big goats, and therefore when they come back together and they combine, it becomes a total new uh, partnership. But if everyone got an even amount of uh, big goats and uh, small goats, then Omer Then each guy thinks, oh, this was originally supposed to be mine, and this is originally supposed to be mine, originally and originally, and therefore they it's still considered the in the father's account, it's still considered a uh, the original unit that it was. It's not something new. And therefore, they'd still be patur from the Kalbon. And over here, Virav Nahaman Amar, Afilu Halku Gedaim Keneged Gedaim, Tlaim Keneged Tlaim, even if each person got the same amount of big goats, small goats, En Omer We don't say that, oh, I originally, this was mine, originally, originally. Why? Because we don't have this concept of Berera. We don't go backwards. So bottom line is we don't we don't uh, say so how could you say over here when it comes to the 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 board of Oleh Babel that there is berera with the water Ella you have to say alma bira defkira you have to say according to everyone the board is hefkir so then Rav Nachman what and Rav Shishat, what are they arguing in eh? here we're talking about if a person picked up a lost object for his friend. A friend sent his other friend to go pick up a lost object from the street. More Sevarav Shishat held, Kana, that the person who filled up the water is Kone, and the second one accepted it for him, and therefore we go by the person who picked it up. More Sevarav Nahman held, Lokana, the person who picked it up is not Kone since he's doing it for his friend. Rather, you have it goes by what you were thinking, and therefore, when someone picks up that water, it goes by the person he's filling up for. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.